1: back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I'm grateful to you for joining us here for episode 32 of this no sh- new show here on KSL News Radio. Grateful to you for listening. Grateful to KSL for giving me a shot. Uh, and while I have you, let me ask you to join a special edition of the movie show covering the Sundance Film Festival. Look at that. Doug Wright's going to be up at Sundance Saturday from 8 to 11. And Steve Sales. Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m., uh, we'll be broadcasting live from the Utah Film Studios in Park City. That's sponsored, of course, by Any Hour Services. That'll be fun. Uh, lots to talk about on today's program. I, I, I don't have time to get into some of the impeachment stuff right now because there's a story I want to tell you. Uh, in fact, I got a text message. Uh, you know, I was talking earlier about some of the more nerdy aspects of this impeachment trial that has my attention. The texter says, Lee, you might be a nerd about the things going on in the Senate, but I would say most of your listeners want to listen, want to hear about what's going on in Utah. We all know how the Trump trial is going to turn out. That may be true. Uh, that we that the conclusion is foregone. We understand the makeup of the Senate. We understand the relationship between Mitch McConnell and the White House. And it is probably a safe bet uh, to 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 believe that the Senate will acquit the president. He will remain in office and go on to run for president again in November of this year. Uh, But we don't know that for certain. The system is in place uh, for the final word to come down only when the votes are cast. And so, you know, you might be right about what folks want to hear about, but what you're not right about is it is not necessarily a foregone conclusion how this will all turn out. Anything can happen as we've learned in the Trump presidency, uh, tomorrow. Uh, you cannot, you can never write the scripts for tomorrow, uh, today. So we'll see what happens. Right now I want to talk about something pretty somber. Uh and here's the context. I have a, a little baby daughter. You heard me mention that with President Larson as he joined us in here from the Sutherland Institute. Told a little bit of a little story uh, about uh how she uh, spent a couple nights in the hospital. Uh she's young. She's real young. We were in the hospital cuz she had a fever and uh the pediatricians have always told us if uh, your baby uh, at that this young age she gets a fever over 100.4 it is time to run directly to the hospital. We had to do that. Um, and I tell you that only to to remind you that I have a young baby daughter of my own. Uh, she's brand new. My first, uh, I'm a dad now. And my life is different. My whole life has changed. The way I look at things, the way I think about things, the way I evaluate uh, the decisions uh, before me. Uh, when uh, we were making the decision, my wife and I, whether or not to accept the offer to come here to KSL and host this new program. Uh, it was almost entirely based on. Uh, the the welfare and the well being of our new little baby. Uh, in fact, we would have started earlier, uh, but Piper came along, and uh, we had to wait out in Washington D.C. while she grew a little bit stronger and could uh better endure the trip across country, so that I could make my way uh, behind this microphone and uh, chat with you folks each day. Uh, and uh, it was all it was all her, all little Piper. And I look at things differently. I think, I wonder each day about what her future will be like. And it has also changed the way I consume the news. There are so often stories uh, about uh, children who are abused or injured or hurt. And it used to be, uh, before I had a child of my own, that uh, while recognizing the sadness, I, I, couldn't, uh, I-, I couldn't relate. I-, I didn't have the ability to, to empathize uh, necessarily with the emotions maybe felt by the parents involved in some of these stories. Just yesterday... <clears throat> We spoke with uh, KSL's uh, John Wojcik. He joined us here in studio to kick off the show and tell the story of a young girl who was uh, kidnapped while she was heading home from school. And uh, I can tell you the way I heard that story and then the details that followed uh, absolutely broke my heart. And it broke my heart in the context of uh, imagining my own little daughter uh, when she becomes 14, 15 years old and uh, my desire to keep her safe and how hard it would be, uh, you know, I'm just imagining, uh, but how hard it would be to uh, to imagine her. Uh, facing uh, danger, as was the case for that young girl uh, just uh, the day before last. Well, anyway, that's all uh, uh, lead up to the story I want to share with you. You can find it right now at KSL.com. It was written by Pat Reevy. The headline reads, Thusly, Provo man turned himself in to police for hurting his children, charges say. Here's what happened. On Tuesday... A man named Jesse Kilpack, 43 years old, was charged in the 4th District Court with two counts of child abuse, a third-degree felony and two counts of child abuse, a Class A misdemeanor. Here's what happened. Uh, According to investigators at the Provo Police Department, an officer approached a male who was standing outside the police department who, who made it known that he wanted to turn himself in for hurting his children. He stated that he wished... Two, this is according to the charging documents, he stated that he wished to report multiple incidents, though we cannot remember exact dates, that he caused his infant daughter to pass out. Police uh, it took that <laughs> took that pretty seriously. They brought him in. They interviewed him. And what it was revealed by uh, Mr. Kilpack here was that on a number of occasions between May and October of 2019, when his young infant daughter was Crying uncontrollably because she had some gas and was unable to make a bowel movement, he would uh, press her legs up against her chest. Uh, And he would do so until the girl became unconscious and would stop crying. He admits that uh, he caused some bruising to his three-year-old son in the car as he uh, pulled him from the car seat. There were some other frustrations that led to uh, bruises being found on the body of his infant girl. This is all according to uh, the Provo police and their investigation and the uh, probable cause statements which uh, brought about these charges uh, against this Jesse Kilpack, 43 years old. Now, I preface this segment by saying we're going to talk about a man who deserves uh, both punishment and praise. What this man did was absolutely vile. Makes my stomach turn. I'm the father of a little baby myself who cries sometimes. Who has difficult uh, passing gas and having bowel movements. And you know what she deserves in that moment? She deserves comfort. She should be held. She should be comforted. uh, She should be caressed by loving parents who will forever uh, take care of her and love her. And be kind and gentle to her. Uh, That little baby uh, should not be squeezed until fallen unconscious. As is alleged in this case, and for that, uh, this man out of—if uh, these charges prove to be uh, true—anyone guilty of these accusations uh, ought to face the max. I'm not sure what it is; you know, it varies from place to place. Uh, but whatever's on the books right now uh, ought to be uh, leveled against <clears throat> anyone guilty of these charges. Now, I said he deserves both punishment and praise. It's hard to. It's hard to assign praise, uh, to someone, uh, who is alleged to have caused such a discomfort and harm. Broke a leg on that infant, according to the charging documents at the end of last year. Uh, and according to those same documents, it says the mom corroborated that claim. Uh, it's hard to assign praise to someone, uh, who's got that kind of evil in him. But why do I say he deserves it? Well, the concept goes back a couple of days. On Monday, uh, you and I got together up at the Utah State Capitol. We spoke to a legislator named uh, Representative Malloy. He's got uh, a bill, uh, two of them actually, that have to do with uh, guns and gun safety and how to keep not only yourself uh, but those you love safe. He proposes that there be uh, a way for individuals who feel that they are either a threat to themselves or to others to uh, hand in those firearms or surrender the ability to purchase additional firearms and remove uh, you know, the, the tool which could cause uh, so much uh, uh, harm and sadness. Now, as I spoke to folks up on Capitol Hill after the show on Monday, a lot of folks laughed at that. And they said, OK, who is going to do that? Who is going to uh, voluntarily uh, either surrender their firearms or surrender their right to purchase firearms? Uh, it, no one thinks along those lines. Well, while not an exact correlation, it's alleged that this Jesse Killpack, uh father, 43 years old, uh, he recognized in himself uh, a, a real danger posed by himself to his children. And his response to that was, I need to uh, stop my behavior. I may not be able to do that myself. I need uh to turn myself into authorities to protect my children. Now, he already had caused some serious harm. It's alleged by uh, the Provo Police Department. Uh, And for that, there is no forgiveness. There is only punishment deserving. But where I would, if any is able to be leveled, uh, praise uh, this behavior, it is that uh, before the Before the worst transpired, he was able to recognize that he was uh, a, a mortal threat uh, to his children again this is all according to the charging documents and i got to speak along those lines because uh, you know justice system is what it is and we uh, you know folks are innocent until proven guilty and there's a, a system that ought to be uh, respected and i am respectful of that system that's a conversation for another day uh, but uh, assuming that all these things are true assuming that this story as shared with us by pat Reeve, uh and as took place down there in provo if it's all true Uh, punishment ought to be leveled against this man, and he ought... Uh, also uh, be praised for recognizing uh, the threat he posed and removing himself uh, from society in this fashion. Uh, listen, that was a tough topic to get through. And I'm, uh, I'm sorry uh, for bringing it down. But there were some themes there that I thought were important to share with you, uh, both in terms of what uh, 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 just simply what happened there in Provo, uh, but also how I reacted to them as a brand new father myself. In the next segment, we're gonna talk about daylight saving time. There's a senator here in Utah who'd like to see some changes and there's some work needed to bring that about, to bring those changes about uh, needed out in Washington, D.C. That's coming out of the office of Representative Rob Bishop. We're going to talk to one of his staffers next here on this program. Live, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.
0: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison.
1: Then all of a sudden they all
0: kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me.